the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Rolling on through this Monday morning. It's 98.9 The Answer. Vince Tornado in for Bruce Hooley. So we're about 25 minutes away from a historic announcement. Something that uh, in the times past that I've been filling in for Bruce, I've been meaning to talk about this. So I'm finally going to get to this. And, of course, we'll... Uh, Keep tabs on. I've got uh, you know websites open, looking at what's happening in uh, in Israel, and we uh, pray and uh, hope for the best, and we hope for uh, justice in this situation. Uh, and it would be great. It'd be great to see Hamas get eradicated from the earth. So we'll talk more about that later on, I'm sure. But I did want to mention this this bit of news that 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 troubles me, and I know sometimes and it's easy, and I. And I and I feel like when I when I go and I bring up stories like this, one of the things that troubles me is I, I am very much a conservative, and in fact, it's 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 funny though. My family says that I I am the 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 family Democrat, which I I find it hard to understand that, and and there is there is a, a joke in there, obviously, but there's also a little bit of truth and and, and ribbing and, and and stuff in there. But no, no, I'm not saying. I am, you know, a closet, you know, dem, and I've inhabited the uh, the airwaves here of ninety eight nine. The answer, but what I am saying is that I see things a little bit differently. So I don't want. I, I guess I just wanted to kind of put that out there and say, okay, this is what I've been accused of, but also at the same time say, you know, um, it, I try not to like quote unquote beat up on my own conservative family too much, but sometimes it's it's you, you got to say something you got you got to call out your own family and say look hey so this, this 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 ain't right this 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 is weird this is strange and i just got to ask what is with this love affair that so many people are having with rfk junior there's something about this guy that doesn't sit 100% right with me and I can't put my finger on it. And it's hard because I want to fully define and understand why this guy gives me the creeps. Why I feel unsettled when I see him or I hear things about him. It's like it's almost like it's it's just too perfect. But I think one of the things is is that he's being propped up in order to be a spoiler for Joe Biden. Because the announcement in about 22 minutes from now is that he is going to announce his run for president as not a Democrat, but an independent. So my question is, why didn't you do this sooner? Why, why wasn't this done sooner? This, this, is all, this is all political theater. But the point being, article online talks about how RFK Jr. is going to speak at CPAC? What? So if you don't know, CPAC is the Conservative Political Action Conference, and it is 
going to be hosting a lot of conservatives. I know that Rush Limbaugh has spoken there. Other conservatives have spoken there. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is going to be there. It's, it's, it's just a big conference every year. And uh, CPAC chairman Matt Schlapp says, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has a unique voice in advocating for the defunding of the police and a uh, weaponized bureaucracy and ensuring the constitutional right of uh, medical freedom. Kennedy joining such an important event is a reflection of the splintering of the left-wing coalition that has gone full woke Marxist to the point that traditional liberals don't feel welcome anymore. I just, I just have a problem with a man who essentially at this point is a new independent speaking at CPAC. It just, it just doesn't make sense to me. And it's, it's also, it's also like Matt Getz, also kind of, eh, there's just this, there's just, I think, and this is where I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm beating up on my own family here and, and forgive me for it. But I think it's important that we together just say, Hey, what's, what's with this? Maybe this guy will end up actually being a good dude. But at this point, that remains to be seen, and I feel like eh, let's just let's just wait and see. Let's just not like it's like if your daughter were to bring in a boyfriend and you just met him. I feel like we're way too quick to embrace this guy and like welcome him into the family. I'm like he just stepped into the front room. He just stepped into the foyer. We're 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 hugging this guy and and he's joining the family now. It's like, hang on a second, pump the brakes on this guy. And the same thing with other folks, like with, with, with Matt Getz and others. Like, oh, he ousted Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, that could be a good thing. But at the same time, was Kevin McCarthy really that great to begin with? So I think that we as conservatives have too much of a uh, – we're, we're too quick to embrace people who I think we need to be a little bit more hesitant about. I'm cautiously optimistic nearly 99.9% of the time, nearly all the time. And he seems interesting. And I think the reason why conservatives are propping him up is because he could be a spoiler against Joe Biden. And there is some polling to say that, hey, yeah, maybe he could be. Maybe this could do some damage. So in that case, rock and roll. Let's prop this guy up. But at the same time, I think that we need to be a little bit more hesitant and slow things down a bit. When we're welcoming some new people into the flock, or if somebody is incredibly popular within the conservative movement, we need to be a little bit like, eh, let's let's let this guy, uh, this guy or gal play out. But there is some uh, polling to suggest that uh, Americans may have finally had enough of the Democrat Party. This is a poll from The Economist and a YouGov. It says President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. They're not well-liked by the majority of Americans. So Joe Biden, his unfavorability rating is at 55.4%, and Kamala basically at the same at 54%. Uh, 57% of respondents indicated that they, that they disapproved of the, I love this article, of the job that the geriatric president is doing. Uh, so this was a, a poll um, and it also said that uh, 58% of Americans now hold an unfavorable view of the Democrat Party at large. But hold your excitement, hold the applause, hold the hooting and hollering, because the poll did say, yeah, this is bad news for Democrats. But at the same time, uh, the Republican Party only scoring two points better overall with the unfavorability as compared with Democrats. So we ain't scoring that much better.
but there's still some work to do, and we still have got uh, some time left before uh, the November election. When asked which political party would do a better job of keeping the country prosperous, 53%, this is interesting here, 53% said the GOP, compared with only 39% answering Democrat. Let me just digress just for one second. The article said only 39% answered Democratic in terms of who would be able to keep the country prosperous. Let's just call them Democrats. Why, why are we saying Democratic? That just, that, just sounds, that just sounds too nice. So moving on. On national security, 57% of respondents said Republicans do a better job of maintaining and protecting the nation from international terrorism and military threats. 35% said they preferred Democrats at the helm. And of course, you've got Donald Trump who's saying this situation in Israel would not have happened if he were president. But elsewhere in political news, you've got uh, some more support for Jim Jordan for speaker. And uh, it's coming from uh, Byron Donalds. He is uh, Florida's 19th Congressional District Rep. And he says, I think Jim has the ability to bring, to bring our entire conference together to be focused on the conservative principles that everybody in our conference want to see accomplished. But also at the same time, this uh, Byron Donalds continues, Jim has been the chairman of the Judiciary Committee. He has been on the conservative side of our conference. And of course, Jim Jordan uh, from here in Ohio would be running against House Majority Leader Steve Scalise for, uh, for Speaker of the House. Good luck with that, because that's a job that uh, I certainly wouldn't be running for. Something that uh, I uh, would not uh, want to have under my belt because it would be like uh, trying to, uh, I don't know, like a, like a real big dysfunctional family reunion. Because I think uh, more and more it's just hard to be encouraged with uh, what's happening in Congress with, uh, with uh, the recent ouster of uh, Kevin McCarthy as Speaker. So I'm sure we'll talk more about that. But uh, we've got some interesting things uh, coming in from uh, China. Something I'm surprised is not talked about more. That'll be next on the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Vince Tornado. Little breaking news update. Here on 98.9 The Answer. And uh, I see this here. It's an article that says uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu says that they're going to have to go in and begin the ground inv- in invasion on, uh, on, on Gaza. And so he told uh, President Biden that Israel has no choice but to move forward with a ground operation in Gaza following an unprecedented by, uh, attack by Hamas terrorists. So... They're going to have to go in. They're going to do it, and uh, let's see what happens there. So, again, Godspeed, and uh, uh, just uh, we'll just see how this, this develops. Uh, I just saw another headline. It says, Israeli groups, uh, Israeli troops kill a group of gunmen crossing border from Lebanon. So there's a whole lot of stuff pouring in. That's, that's what's hard about situations like this is that uh, so often you see the stories that come in, and, and, and there, there's so much, uh, so much noise. There's just so much uh, pouring in. I think that you have to kind of uh, uh, observe with uh, some level of, I almost said suspicion, but that's not the right word. I think it is uh, discernment. I think you have to come in with a certain level of, of, of discernment when you look at these news stories, especially like in these early stages since it just started on Saturday. So this story here is very interesting, and I'm surprised that uh, more folks are uh, not actually uh, talking about it. The Department of Justice, they announced charges against uh, 
some Chinese companies, eight of them, and they also indicted 12 Chinese nationals who were caught smuggling fentanyl chemicals into the U.S. So this is not like actual fentanyl, but the stuff to make fentanyl. So it's like if somebody was caught with like rolling papers or something like that. So this is a uh, quote from the uh, Deputy Attorney General, Lisa Monaco. She said that uh, these companies and individuals, they're accused of, quote, trying to ship into the United States gallon after gallon of chemicals used to make fentanyl, methamphetamine, and other deadly drugs. Let me read this quote. It goes further. These China-based chemical companies often attempt to evade law enforcement by using reshippers in the United States, false return labels, and false invoices, fraudulent postage, and packaging that conceals the true contents of the parcels and the identity of the distributors. In addition, the quote continues, these companies tend to use cryptocurrency transactions to conceal their identities and location and movement of their funds. So what's terrifying about fentanyl, if you don't know, Two milligrams can be fatal to an adult. This is like grains of salt. It's 50 times more potent than heroin and 100 times more potent than morphine. So it's uh, it's something that uh, is uh, quite interesting when you look at uh, the different uh, things that are being being uh, shipped to the U.S. You would, you would think that this would be happening in the southern border, but no, this is actually uh, coming in through the U.S., but uh, thankfully there is uh, a level of awareness. Now you're aware of it as well, too. Elsewhere in health news, we've got this story. Uh, first case of avian flu detected on uh, U.S. soil. This is uh, since April. So the last case we found was April, and uh, this is on a farm in uh, Gerald County in South Dakota. Uh, this is a flock, which just boggles my mind, a flock of 47,000 turkeys. So interesting stat here. Since 2022, 58.8 million chickens, turkeys, other birds have been wiped out by the avian flu. And uh, this is, although, good news. So something to be aware of there, where, yes, we've got some avian flu. The bird flu is uh, at a a farm in South Dakota. But I think you have to see that and be like, okay, we'll just see where that goes. You can't predict, like, there's going to be an outbreak. You just got to, like, you know, slow down and realize, hey, let's just see where it goes, see what happens. Uh, This uh, article continues from Fox News and says, CalMain Foods which is the biggest U.S. egg producer, said this week that the average price of conventional eggs dropped 48% from last year to a buck twenty-four a dozen. And I, I, last time I went to Kroger, I didn't look at the egg prices, but uh, I know that it's been at least better since last year. Because I remember all those memes you'd see online of uh, people who were uh, walking around uh, and posting photos of like how much eggs were. So things go up and down, but thankfully they are down and um, we'll just have to see what happens with uh, this bird flu that uh, we see in South Dakota. So some COVID news. Of course, the uh, CDC is going to say that older adults here in the U.S., they're, a, uh, they're at a higher risk of, ho- of hospitalization due to, uh, due to contracting COVID. If they get it, you're probably going to go to the hospital if, in the majority of cases, you have multiple underlying conditions. So the article says that adults age 65 and older accounted for nearly 63% of all COVID-related hospitalizations between uh, January and August of 2023. So the majority of folks who are going into the hospital because of COVID uh, COVID have other issues going on. A quote from uh, Dr. Mark Siegel. This is from the the New York University Langone Medical Center. He says, this is very important information that adds to what we already knew previously that being over 65 years old, especially with chronic and pre-existing medical conditions, increases a, person, a person's risk 
of hospitalization from COVID. So just be aware of that. And uh, um, I know there's a lot of folks who are uh, pushing boosters and uh, and getting them. But that's another thing. That's another thing of like sitting back and, and waiting and uh, waiting to see how things pan out. Because my stance about the COVID vaccine has been the same from the start. Hey, why don't you wait till that thing gets uh, pumped into more people and we don't have a bunch of uh, test monkeys running around wondering how this thing plays out. Look, if you want to get it, fine. I ain't going to do it. I just think you need to wait to see how these things play out, much like any story or anything that we talk about here today on the show. Speaking of COVID, this family's going to go away to the joint for a while. Another thing from the Department of Justice, announcing that a uh, family who, uh, I'm just sorry, if you're going to a church that has the kind of name of Genesis 2 Church of Health and Healing, you might want to find a different church. I just want to know what happened to Genesis one. Maybe what like what what's Genesis three Church of Health and Healing gonna 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 be like? So there's this uh, family. Mark uh, Mark Grenon is the father. His three sons between the ages of twenty nine and thirty seven, Jonathan, Jordan, and Joseph, they were found guilty of conspiracy to defraud the U.S. by uh, distributing an unapproved and misbranded drug. So this was uh, supposed to be a COVID miracle cure, and uh, it was uh, dubbed the Miracle Mineral Solution, which when you really hear that, like Miracle Mineral Solution, it sounds like some sort of cleanser or something that you see on like daytime television. Uh, and you have like, what was it? Uh, oh, darn it. What was the, uh, the OxyClean? Was it, was it not Bobby or whoever was the guy selling OxyClean? But it reminds me of something like that. So yeah, so these guys... We're trying to sell uh, Miracle Mineral Solution, uh, and the uh, father and son, Mark and Joseph, are going to be sentenced to five years. And this is rough. The other two sons, they're going down to the joint for 151 months, 12 and a half years. Jeez, that's rough. Press release says that uh, this, uh, quote, miracle drug, which, when ingested orally, became chlorine dioxide, a powerful bleach typically used for industrial water treatment or bleaching textiles, pulp, and paper. So certainly wouldn't be a good thing if you decided to ingest that. I just tell you, just... Hey, I mean, if you did it and you wanted to try that out, well, uh, hoping it up all right for you, because that's certainly something I ain't going to try. If anybody's, like, promising some sort of, like, miracle cure, you always got to be... Hesitant and suspicious of that. Always be weary of extremes. That's kind of the way I live my life. We'll be back at 12.05 on The Bruce Hooley Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.